O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. One of the great southern memoirs of recent history is a memoir entitled All Over But the Shoutin' by Rick Bragg. It's a story of his childhood growing up in rural Alabama, the son of an impoverished single mother, and the struggles of life as one tries to live in and out of poverty in our southern American states. But Rick was also, before a memoir was written, he was a journalist and particularly interested in the struggles of the Haitian people. And so in his memoir, he tells the story of a phrase he learned while researching and writing the struggle of of, um, Haitians uh, that he doesn't bother to tell us in the original Creole, but simply the translation from this Haitian idiom that our pain is never over until the sky begins to cry. And what he meant by that was that there's something about creation itself that often struggles with us. And that even though it's all over but the shouting, sometimes there's still a bit of shouting left to do before it's all over. Things may still be going on. The outcome may already be known, but there's still a little bit of shouting left to do, and even the sky may cry with us a bit. On Palm Sunday, as we enter into the story once again, the story begins with shouting. At first, it's the shouting of praise from the disciples who have gathered with Jesus for this triumphal entry. They create a parade of praise as they shout and sing and throw their clothes to the ground in celebration of this triumphal entry into Jerusalem. The disciples treat Jesus like a conquering hero, a returning king, a Lord. In fact, they begin to shout with the same psalm used for David and all the other kings of Israel. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. The only problem is, there's already another king. In fact, a couple of them. There's old King Herod's boy, Herod. And there's also the emperor, the king of Rome, who rules this territory. The disciples shout a kingly welcome to a king entering a city that already has way too many kings. And so their shouts of praise are not just celebratory, but they are political statements designed to claim their allegiance to this king on a donkey. 
entering into a city to proclaim a new beginning. It's all over but the shouting. And the disciples are shouting their praise. But the Pharisees confront Jesus. Now the Pharisees are Jesus' old adversaries who have a love-hate relationship with what Jesus has been saying. They love the fact that Jesus has been teaching things like resurrection because the Pharisees too believed that the righteous would rise in Christ. But they don't particularly care for Jesus' talk about Him being the resurrection. They like what Jesus has been saying about um, turning the other cheek and things of that nature, but they don't particularly like the fact that Jesus seems to insinuate that people should be forgiven and forgiven for even violating righteous religious law. They've been interested in Jesus as a teacher, but they've come to realize that Jesus has the potential of getting them all in trouble. See, the Pharisees didn't like the Romans any more than Jesus did. But they were worried. Worried that the Romans would tire of the Jewish leaders and authorities. They'd get mad at these constant attempts of uprising and revolution. And that at some point in the future, they'd just knock the whole thing down, destroy the temple, and start over with a clean slate. And so all this talk about Jesus being a king, all of this parade of noise, it's bound to draw too much attention. And so they come to Jesus and they say, Jesus, tell your disciples to knock it off, to quiet down, to quit shouting. Now, I'm the dad of two young kids, and I know what it's like to try to get people to be quiet, to no avail. And Jesus says, not only can I not stop these guys from shouting, if they were quiet, the stones would shout out. Now, I don't really know what that means. Except that, like those Haitians who knew the sky would cry with them, Jesus seems to suggest that all creation itself is on the verge of shouting out its praise to its maker. In fact, Paul tells us that in Romans chapter 8 when he says that all creation groaned with expectation for this day. It seems that the whole creation recognizes the power of the Creator. And Jesus says there is nothing to stop what's about to happen. It's all over but the shouting. Of course, less than one week later, the crowds are assembled again. And in less than a week's time, shouts of praise have turned to shouts of anger. 
Jesus has been arrested, betrayed, convicted, and now he stands for sentencing. And Pilate offers a simple exchange. I'll beat Jesus up for you, and then I'll let him go. As a reminder, never to mess with Rome again. But that's not good enough. And so the crowd begins to shout, Crucify! 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 Jesus says nothing to defend. Pilate's offers of pardon are ignored. And as we look around, all of those disciples are gone. It's all over but the shouting. Of course, the story is already written and the outcome already known. And so really all that's left is to shout. And so on this first day of Holy Week, this Palm Sunday, as we look ahead to what will come, even though we know the end of the story, we are still challenged to answer for ourselves, what will we shout this week? Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Crucify, crucify. Or, like too many, will we just remain silent and not get involved? Either way, the good news of this week is already known. And in just a few days, the silence of death will be broken by the shout of a stone that is rolled away by the same power who made the stone in the first place. And so on this day, we celebrate this good news. That even though death will come, it's all over but the shouting. Let us pray. Almighty God, we enter into this week of remembrance as we read and recall and remember the passion of your Son, Jesus. How he entered into Jerusalem and was rejected. How he gathered at a table and was betrayed as he hung on a cross and died saying Father forgive through shouts of praise and shouts of anger through shouts of resurrection we come to commit ourselves once again to this story that brings us into a new beginning 
So help us hear the story once again. That we might commit ourselves once again to following Jesus through Sunday, through Thursday, through Friday and Saturday that we might follow Him to Sunday morning and the Easter that lies beyond. As we raise our voices, committing ourselves to the words that He taught us to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.